The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Good morning and welcome to the Kids Mix with me, Kath B. We'll have loads of stories, loads of songs and loads of fun. somebody else? Hmm. Try it sometime. Here's a song by Moe and Friends called Harmony. You always seem to think that you're the boss of me and I just have to listen to you order me to go to places I don't want to go You always seem to think you know much more than me and I just have to listen to you endlessly 
Explaining things that I already know Being near you is so tiring Your demands are not inspiring Being near you is so draining I'm so tired of gear-cosplaining And it's alarming me To hear us sing this song in perfect harmony But I must admit the sound we make is charming me So maybe there's no harm in you and me In harmony mix on Fresh FM. If you've just tuned in, we're listening to songs and stories and a few other bits and pieces. Here's a song that I used to sing when I was little from the movie Mary Poppins. 
It's called a spoonful of sugar. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap! The job's a game. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake. A lark, a spree, it's very clear to see that a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. A robin feathering his nest has very little time to rest while gathering his bits of twine and twig. Though quite intent in his pursuit, he has a merry tune to toot. He knows a song will move the job go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down, just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, in a most delightful way.
it's really lovely to have you here on the Kids Mix with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. You might know that my favourite writer is Dr Seuss. Here's his story called There's a Wocket in My Pocket. There's a wocket in my pocket. Dr Seuss's Book of Ridiculous Rhymes. Did you ever have the feeling there's a zamp in the lamp? Or a neat in the sink? Or a wasset in the closet? Sometimes I'm quite certain there's a jerton in the curtain. And when I hear a talk, I know a lot's behind the clock. And that Zelf up on the shelf, I have talked to her myself. I like the Zable on the table and the Gare beneath the chair. But the Bofa on the sofa acts as if he doesn't care. I like the Geeling on the ceiling. And the sour in the shower. And the nubbards in the cupboards. I do like them a lot. But that toothbrush on my toothbrush. Well, some are nice, but he is not. The yeps on the steps are always fun to have around. And so are many, many other friends that I have found. Like the teller and the neller and the geller and the deller and the beller and the weller and the zeller in the cellar. There's a yodel in the bottle, whom I do not wish to keep. But the zillow on my pillow always helps me fall asleep. Uh, you get 
to do lots of different actions and be lots of different things, like a weta with big jumpy legs and a kereru flying around, maybe flying around your lounge. But there's a catch. When I say, now stop, you actually have to stop and freeze. Give it a go. Jump around like a wetter, like a wetter does. Jump, 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 jump around like a wetter does, like a wetter does. And now stop, freeze like a statue. Hop, 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 hop around like a bunny rabbit, like a rapati. Hop, hop. Stand still. Don't move. Walk like a human. Just walk around like yourself. Buzz like a bumblebee. Get your wings flapping. Flit like a dragonfly. Dragonflies have big, long wings. Stand tall and straight like a Cody tree. trees. Cup Swim, 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 swim around. Like a slippery eel, like a tuna. Swim, 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 swim around. Like a slippery eel, like a tuna does. And now stop. Don't even blink. Fly, 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 fly around. a human buzz like a bumblebee flit like a dragonfly flit from here to there stand tall and straight like a Cody tree don't bend your knee stand tall and proud like a big Cody and now we're going to put them all together. Here we go. Jump, jump, jump like a winter does. Hop, hop, hop like the bunny rabbits do. Swim, swim, swim like a slippery eel. And fly like a kangaroo. animal, which animal would you be? If I could be an animal, an animal I'd be, 
A happy little monkey Swinging in the trees In a jungle by a river In a forest living free A happy little monkey Just swinging in the trees And I swing all day And swing all night Swing to the left Swing to the right Swing up high Swing down low A happy little monkey Swinging everywhere I go I could be an animal, an animal I'd be A happy little fishy swimming in the sea In an ocean, in a river, in a pond or up the creek A happy little fishy just swimming in the sea And I swim all day, swim all night Swim to the left, swim to the right Swim up high and swim down low A happy little fishy swimming everywhere I go I could be an animal, an animal I'd be A buzzy little bee, busy making sweet honey And I'd buzz from flower to flower, I'd buzz from tree to tree A buzzy little bee, busy making sweet honey And I'd buzz all day, buzz all night Buzz to the left, buzz to the right Buzz up high and buzz down low A buzzy little bee, buzzing everywhere I go I'm a happy little fish, she's swimming everywhere I go I'm a happy little monkey swinging everywhere I go. This is Kath B on the Kids Mix. And here's a story by Jill Murphy called On the Way Home. This is a story by Jill Murphy called On the Way Home. Oh, there's a lot of pages to turn before you get to the story. Claire had a bad knee. So she set off home to tell her mum all about it. On the way home, Claire met her friend Abigail. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Abigail. Well, said Claire, there was a very big bad wolf and it came sneaking up behind me as I passed by and it tried to take me home for its tea. But I screamed for help and a woodcutter came and chased the wolf away and the wolf dropped me and that's how I got my bad knee. Gosh, said Abigail. Then Claire met her friend Paul. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How'd you do it? asked Paul. Well, said Claire, there was a vast flying saucer and it came zooming out of the sky and tried to carry me off to a distant planet. But I struggled free just in time and fell crashing to the earth far below and that's how I got my bad knee. Good gracious me, gasped Paul. Then Claire met her friend Armajit. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Armajit. Well, said Claire, there was a huge hungry crocodile and it came lumbering out of the canal as I passed by and it tried to pull me into the water, but I crammed a piece of wood between its jaws and it was so cross that it knocked me over with its tail and that's how I got my bad knee. How dreadful, said Armajit. Then Claire met her friend Robert. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How'd you do it? asked Robert. Well, said Claire, there was a big, 
fat snake and it came slithering out of a tree and it wrapped itself around me and it squeezed and squashed but I tickled it until it couldn't stop laughing and it dropped me and that's how I got my bad knee. I say, gasped Robert. Then Claire met her friend Samantha. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Samantha. Well, said Claire, there was an enormous dragon and it came soaring out of the clouds and it picked me up in its claws. But I gave it such a big kick that it dropped me and I fell for miles and miles through the air and that's how I got my bad knee. Caw, cried Samantha. Then Claire met her friend Nick. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Nick. Well, said Claire, there was a great hairy gorilla and it came creeping out of a garage as I passed by and it tried to drag me away. But I stamped on its toes so hard that it let me fall to the ground with a bump and that's how I got my bad knee and I didn't cry. Crumbs, said Nick. Then Claire met her friend Celia. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Celia. Well, said Claire, there was a gigantic giant and he came stamping through the house and picked me up and said, Fee-fi-fo-fum, a tasty girl for my hungry tum. And I punched him on the nose so hard that he let me fall and that's how I got my bad knee. Well, I never, exclaimed Celia. Then Claire met her friend Jonathan. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Jonathan. Well, said Claire, there was a ghastly ghost and it came gliding out of a gloomy graveyard as I passed by and it went, but I ran away so fast that I left it behind and then I tripped over and that's how I got my bad knee. Wow, said Jonathan. Then Claire met her friend Hannah. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Hannah. Well, said Claire, there was a wicked old witch and she came swooping down from the rooftops and bundled me into her shopping bag. But I broke the bag with my feet and dived out onto the hard pavement and that's how I got my bad knee. Dear me, exclaimed Hannah. Claire arrived home and her mum came out. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it, asked her mum. Well, said Claire, I was in the playground and I was having such a nice time on a swing and then suddenly, suddenly, I fell off. Claire burst into tears. Never mind, said her mum. Come inside and we'll put a plaster on it. A very big plaster, asked Claire. The biggest in the whole box, said her mum. (laughs) Wow, Claire was good at making up little stories, wasn't she? Every truly cultured music's student knows You must learn your scales and your arpeggios Bring the music ringing from your chest and not your nose While you sing your scales and your arpeggios If you're faithful to your 
FM and you're listening to The Kids Mix with me, Kath B. Did you know that we all have the magic inside of us to do whatever we want to do and be whoever we want to be? And in my next song, sung by the wonderful Mika, you'll find out about the magic in me. I can say with the ocean wide, right the ways of the ever-changing tide, everything I need comes from deep inside, I've got the magic in me, 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 I can cross over desert sand, leap out trust in where I
your mind to it. There's no one else I would rather be. You know that you can do it. Best version that I can be. The very best, yes. Of magical me, me, me. Our story today is written by Louise. It's called The Singing Canary. The Singing Canary Lisa had a golden canary. He lived in a cage on a small table where the warm sunshine came through the window. He had a perch and a water bowl in his cage and he could see everything that went on in the room. From the moment Lisa took the cover off his cage in the mornings, he sang. He sang nearly all day, only stopping to peck at his birdseed or to rest. Lisa loved his tuneful song, and she called him Melody. Every evening she covered the cage, and Melody would rest quietly until the morning. Every morning Lisa gave Melody fresh water and birdseed, and once a week she cleaned out his cage and gave him fresh greens. One Saturday she was cleaning out the cage as usual when the phone rang. She quickly slammed the cage door shut and ran to answer the phone. She had a long conversation with her friend. She didn't notice that Melody had stopped singing. When she had finished her phone call, she glanced at Melody's cage and saw that his cage door was open. She hadn't secured it properly and her beautiful singing canary had gone. Sometimes she'd let him out of the cage to have a fly around the kitchen, making sure all the doors and windows were closed, and he always went back into his cage when he was tired from flying. But today the back door was open, and he had flown out into the sunshine. Lisa looked around the house, but Melody was nowhere to be seen. She ran out into the garden, and there he was, high up in a tree. He was too high up for Lisa to reach. She got her butterfly net, but Melody flew higher and higher up into the branches. Then he disappeared among the leaves. Dad put a ladder up against the trunk of the tree, but he couldn't see Melody among the foliage. He will perish in the cold night air, and he must be exhausted, Lisa moaned. He has never been outside before and never flown that far. Other birds might attack him. There are big magpies in the trees nearby. Let's put the cage on the porch, Dad said. If we leave the door open and put some juicy greens inside, he might fly back inside. He'll get hungry. Lisa thought that was a good idea. She hoped a cat wouldn't get him first. There were all sorts of dangers out there in the night. She worried all night about him and got out of bed several times to see if he had returned to the cage, but there was no sign of him. In the morning, Lisa rushed out onto the porch to look, and there he was, pecking at the greens. Lisa quickly closed the cage and took him inside. Melody lay on the floor of the cage, you must be exhausted, Lisa said, and put the cover over the cage to let him rest. In the morning, she lifted the cover, but 
but Melody gave a little squeak and tucked his beak under his wing. I think he's going to die, Lisa cried. He must have caught a chill and lost his voice, Dad said. It must have been a shock to him to be out in the fresh air. Just let him rest quietly for a while. Lisa left the cover on the cage all day and the next night. But in the morning, when she lifted the cover, Melody was standing on his perch. But he wasn't singing. Every morning for the rest of the week, he was standing on his perch, but no sound came. Then one morning, after a week, when Lisa lifted the cover, he began to sing. He sang and sang as if he was making up for lost time. He had fully recovered. Lisa was very careful after that to always close the catch on his cage after she had cleaned it and to make sure she had closed all the doors and windows in the house when she let him out to have a fly around. Melody was safe and warm and happy to be back home and sang his heart out. Seven o'clock. DJ Gilbert, tell them what time it is. It's 
It's time for a nap. Good morning. It's the Kids Mix with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. Here's a song called I Won't Say I'm In Love from the movie Hercules. If there's a prize for rotten judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. That's ancient history, been there, done that. Who'd you think you're kidding? He's the earth and heaven to you, try to keep it hidden. Honey, we can see right oh, through your You're dying to cry your Today is called Hemi's Kite. Hemi's Kite. Hemi's mum made him a kite. She made it out of paper and toy toy and red feathers and shells that rattled in the wind. Wherever Hemi went, he took his kite. One day, Mum forgot to get the bread. Oh dear, she said, now we won't have enough for tea. And I'm too busy with Bubba to go. Hemi felt hungry. I'll get the bread for Mum, he thought. And he slipped out the door. He took a shortcut through the park. Kia Hemi, said the man at the dairy. Mum wants her bread, said Hemi. All right, Hemi, here you are. Hemi ran back through the park. There was a strong wind blowing. The kite tugged and bounced and rattled in his hand. Suddenly, it flew away. Amy ran after it. 
He ran in and out and between the trees. Then he saw his kite caught in the bushes. Hooray! yelled Hemi, and he pulled it down. I'd better get home, said Hemi. He looked for the way back, but he was lost. Now what shall I do, he said to himself. First, he ate some bread. I'll wait here, and Mum and Bubba will come and look for me, thought Hemi. And he ate some more bread. But maybe they won't find me, thought Hemi. And he ate some more bread. Maybe if I fly my kite, Mum and Bubba will see it, said Hemi. So he tied his kite string to a bush. The wind tugged the kite up into the sky and rattled its tail. Now I'll wait, said Hemi, and he ate some more bread. Hemi's mother was getting worried. Where is that boy, she said to Bubba. Come on, Bubba, we'll have to go and look for him. So she put Bubba in her backpack and went into the park. She looked everywhere, but she couldn't see Hemi. Then she heard a funny rattly noise. That's the shells on Hemi's kite, she said. She looked up at the trees. Sure enough, there was Hemi's kite, and its tail was rattling in the wind. Hemi's mother went in and out and between the trees, listening as she went for the rattly shells on Hemi's kite. At last, she saw him. Said Mum, where have you been? I've been to the dairy to get you and Bubba some bread, said Hemi. It was wrong to go without asking me. Did you get lost, said Mum? Just a little bit, said Hemi. And how much bread left, asked Mum. Just a little bit, grinned Hemi. ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、ええ、
hope you haven't. But if you have, here's a song we can use to help clean up and tidy up. Clean up and 
tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up after you play. Put the blocks in a box. Do the jigsaw puzzles and pick up the socks. Clean up and tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up after you play. Pile of soft toys in a pile. Creating your own soft toy style. Clean up and tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up after you play. Pick the dress ups off the floor. Put the clothes into their allocated drawer. Clean up and tidy up and put things away. It makes sense, so don't despair. If you make the mess, it's only fair. You're the one who has to have all the fun of tidying up and feeling proud when it's all done. Clean up and tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up after you play. Stack the books upon the shelf. Recycling bin for paper scraps, pens and pencils, and to a pencil case perhaps. Clean up and tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up after you play. When you're finished, check is it a wrap? If it looks tidy, then give yourself a pat on the back. Because you've cleaned up and tidied up and put things away. You've cleaned up and tidied up till next time you play. It's easy to clean up and tidy up and put things away. Clean up and tidy up till next time you play. <laughs> the next song is by Captain Festus McBoyle, and it's about a mermaid called Jane who was a librarian. Now, mermaids never grow old, it's true. And they don't sink ships, but loose lips do. They don't drown sailors, but rum has, I'd say. And they speak with their minds in a telepathic way. The strength of ten sharks, so I'm told, smells of a human at four miles, young or old. And they lives on seaweed. That makes them a vegetarian. Now, my mermaid friend Jane, well, she was a librarian. Sailing across the ocean in my little wooden boat. Sailing across the ocean, I was lucky just to float. I spotted me, a mermaid, sitting on the rocks. A lovely looking mermaid with perfect golden locks. But then she fell off the rocks. She fell off the rocks. She fell off the rocks. But said my friends, they call me Jay. Thank you. 
the ocean Sat her down upon a chair Removed a tiny mackerel That was tangled in her hair She told me she'd been sickly Cause she'd eaten several squid And a bag of periwinkles That she'd stolen from a kid That's why she fell off the rocks She fell off the rocks She fell off the rocks I said it's karma all the same Talking for an hour, maybe two We sat there playing footsie She had her flipper on my shoe She asked if I'd been married If I'd ever had a wife I told her, oh, I've had several But all had lost their life Because they fell off the rocks They fell off the rocks They fell off the rocks And all had died in pain Yeah, it's not very uplifting But unfortunately that is true all the same Let's get married Was the next thing that she said So we packed a picnic basket And up on the rocks we went She told me I was handsome She liked the way I smelled I told her, you got fresh breath She went, ooh, we'll get on well But then she fell off the rocks She fell off the rocks She fell off the rocks She fell off once again No, fell off the rocks Fell off the rocks Looks like I've lost the wife again ah! Fell off the rocks Fell off the rocks Fell off the rocks And that was the end of Jane But hang on, that's, that's not so bad Because that means technically I'm single again <laughs> The podcast you just listened to Was a live recording of a radio show First broadcast on Fresh FM The Top of the South's Community Access Media Station With support from New Zealand On Air The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.